0: All right, I'm Jared, this is Shay. we are Sugar Sick. This is Witch Police Radio! Woo! Since these
1: are guitars that we will with no arms, oh yeah. Since this fucking pride that we spit into these mics, up. We are here to win and it doesn't matter who tries to step right in the way. We will surely flatten you with a smile on our face and a song to kick your ass in with a smile on her face and a song to kick your ass into space oh can yeah. we are the steamrollers steamrollers we're taking all momentum away. steamrollers steamrollers we're
2: Police Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, or the only host Sam I guess now, but uh, I'm here with a couple of members of Sugar Sick, uh, one of whom has been on the show before, but uh, so people know who's saying what, maybe you guys want to introduce yourselves and people can put a voice to the name.
3: Uh, sure, Jared here, Jared Weiss, Um,
0: star of the band. Sorry, alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Shay, I was on the show before as my uh, other persona with with. Outlaw Adam Knight. I was uh, the employee of the month, and I guess I still am. I play drums in this band. Yeah, I sing and I play guitar.
2: Cool. And then you have a third member
3: who's not here. Yes, we do. It's Mike Reese of Afterbeat fame. A lot of people know <laughs> that uh, Winnipeg uh, staple.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. we'll do around forever. Everyone in Winnipeg was in the band. And we'll in yeah,
3: exactly. Probably you guys have crossed band members at some and, time. Yeah, and they're one of the first two or three bands I ever actually recorded when oh, I cool. started doing that a little. Ten years ago,
2: cool. I, I didn't know that. Closer
3: to fifteen years now.
2: Well, all, all three of you guys have like been around for a while, like doing various types of music. So, how did this? How did this come about? Um, I had an idea for this band
3: a handful of years back, and I actually jammed these some of these songs with uh, Steve Nelson, who's in Cliff oh, yeah. Wing. Yeah, I'm sure you're familiar He's with. He's been on the show a few times, actually. Right, a few and, times. Uh, Chris Miller, who drums in the band Dreadnought, was, okay. our, was kind of the idea for this initially. Um, I had an ill-fated move to Vancouver that only lasted six months, okay. and when I came back I decided I, that these songs and the idea of this project was uh, too good to pass up, so I put, put the band together with cool. uh, different members just due to whatever circumstances going on with them that there's no point in getting into. Yeah. Uh, but I've always been a fan of this kind of music, and it's kind of like a full circle thing for me, uh, style-wise. The first band I ever played in uh, was a pop-punk band, yeah. um, and then...
2: Well, then you got really heavy. Yeah, I got,
3: well, yeah, I got into yeah more hardcore-type stuff, yeah. and then I found Iron Maiden, and that, that band really changed my life, my musical life, almost instantly. And, yeah, played played in some metal bands... And then, yeah, basically, like I said, full circle back to cool. pop-punk, cool.
0: which is... All three of weird. us were on a comp 12 years ago or something, or like 15 years the ago. The third gen? Yeah. Yeah, right. 1999,
2: wow. No Trade, yeah. No Surrender, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I had a, a bad acoustic song on there right You do? Yeah.
2: That whole comp can be downloaded on the oh, way. That, site was, that was a, a
3: yeah. piss-off for me, because <laughs> you had I had, I had acoustic. a acoustic song too. Right, but, and I, think, 17 was on their but I had just done my, that was my newest thing at the time, was this just acoustic handful of songs yeah. thing, and Dave Zagarek, who put that together, picked the, the last song I would have ever oh, yeah. have put on a comp to represent me out of that, it was more of like this short little intro that started the, the EP out, okay. and he just went ahead and used <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm not sure you know him, you're not surprised he just went oh, no. ahead yeah, and do something sure. like yeah. that. Yeah.
4: But yeah, I sucked. will be surprised if he's yeah. listening to this too. So I mean, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't
2: know back then; he knows now. So, right. so okay, so do you come from a pop punk background too? I, mean, I think I remember last time yeah. we had you on the show; you were talking about how you used to play drums and like on, on one of the bands on that same comp.
0: Yeah, well, that was that was my chequered past. With, right, uh, right, With right. one of the guys you've also had, Chivas' brother was in that as well. Right. And um, I don't know, like uh, that wasn't that poppy, but man, I've always loved that music since I was like 16, or if not before. Man, I mean. All the stuff that we listen to now, a lot of these bands are still together, and yeah. we still listen to them a lot, like Chicks Digging and Screeching Weasel and stuff like that. Yeah, man, I mean, like, R.O.S., like, Ripping Off Society was, like, a great revelation for me when we were in Brandon at the time, just because everything that was crazy heavy at the time, and I always loved that, the poppy shit, and then when you guys came out, it was just like, it was like a, like a breath of fresh air for me, man. And it, right. it was, That's my first band, Yeah, Ripping the city of Society, good. from
3: yeah. Dolphin Manitoba.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they, those guys were, like, they, they they actually also planted the seeds to me for, like, for, to being a vegetarian when I did that for a while. Like, when they, I think I was 16 or something like that, and you guys had a song about being vegetarian, right? Well, it, I mean? it would have been stuff similar to yeah. for sure. Uh, and and listening to, like, all the Brandon Hardcore bands, like, Somebody Else and all that stuff, they're, like, the anti-vegetarian, pretty, pretty much. Right, right. And it just, it... For me, I was like, "Wow, I didn't even know that was a thing." And it, I wouldn't say you guys like turned me vegetarian, but it like planted the seeds at least. I mean, I, I can see yeah. that though. I
2: think like I mean, I, I grew up vegetarian, so I, it wasn't the same for me. But I remember when I was a teenager, a lot of punk bands I was listening to started talking about that stuff, and it was like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah. Because before, no everyone was like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> why, yeah, yeah. why are you doing this?" So, yeah, like propaganda, for example, exactly. was huge. It was like when I was fourteen or whatever, like, "Holy crap, I'm talking about." This stuff. So yeah, mix, yeah, mix, yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah. So
0: so the pop punk thing, you know, I've I've always been one of my main. It's pretty much like rap and pop punk are my two favorite kinds of music, and it's it's awesome to play this shit, man, because it's what it's what I, my drumming's made for, pretty much. So yeah, it feels good. Cool.
2: And you have a you have a record coming out. That's kind of why we're yeah. This now, right? hopefully,
0: this comes out before it. But yeah, uh, it should. <laughs> okay, yeah, July seventeenth at the Windsor Hotel. <laughs> Uh, who else we you got playing? Thrashers, City Jerks, and
3: Bear Fight. Cool. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, we're stoked for this, because uh, this has been a long time in the making. Um, yeah, it's a, at- yeah, it's not a long record, but it's really, it's, I think it's very, like, uh... Quality, like I've worked very hard on this thing cool. for, for many months. Well, I looked
2: up, I looked up uh, whatever I could find online because I hadn't heard much. I mean, I haven't had a chance to see you guys to show yet. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I found the thing on yeah, on Bandcamp and some videos and stuff. But then I looked at, you know, Facebooks and things like that, and like it dates back a while. I was yeah. I, I was expecting this to be like some brand new project, but obviously it's been.
3: Well, it is brand new to people who aren't us. Right, right. But it's exactly. been kind of in the works for a while. Though. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, these songs that are on this. Are are very much not new to me, but they're new to other people, yeah. which is good. Um, we we have uh, pretty much our next one written and ready to go. Cool. So yeah, which is which is really nice nice for us to have that ready to go. Um, like I said, this thing started before I I did a move to Vancouver. Yeah. and I came back, so that that put everything really delayed. And I, at the same time, as I'm getting older, I'm finding it's just like. I, I don't I don't have any, uh, I don't want to rush anything like I would have in the past. Um, it, it's what's making things good, but it also can be tricky at the same time yeah, yeah. because, you know, it is good to just put stuff out. But I find as time goes on, I'm a lot more careful about You're what, good stuff what I want yeah. representing my name out there, yeah. you know.
2: Well, especially now when everything is instantly available to everyone, I guess. I mean, that, that exactly. compilation, I mean, yeah, it's on, the, it's on the internet if someone wants to look for it. But I mean, yeah. for the most part, stuff back then would have just got right. kind of buried. Yeah, so if something is... embarrassing happened, like, say, Grandpa's Army, like, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> 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 right?
3: I mean, it, back then it could have easily been pushed aside, right? Right, then, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like you said, there is so much stuff out there right now that, that putting that extra bit of effort into something, making it, yeah. you know, extra quality will make it stand out amongst yeah. other things these days when there's so much going on.
2: Well, something interesting that I've noticed lately is it seems like a lot of people uh, in kind of our age group are getting back into pop punk or are doing something pop punk related. Uh, On the last episode that's before this, I interviewed a couple of guys who are doing uh, kind of semi-regular shows where they do uh, pop punk albums start to finish bluegrass style. Oh, yeah. And they've been doing these shows where they, they're doing a Green Day album. They did like a blink Two album. They're, they're kind of going through their... Uh... Editor
1: from the back room. Um, what does that
2: mean? Um, they're doing another one at the Goodwill,
1: and they, I guess they make a regular show of that, the punk rock show.
2: Yes, I think they, that's what they're going to do, yeah, yeah. But by the time this comes out, it'll already been over the, the more efficient one, so. But anyway, anyway like, they, they, you know. <laughs> but what I mean you know it's dudes in their 30s who are kind of like haven't maybe, maybe haven't listened to this kind of stuff in a while and all of a sudden they're like hey wait a minute this stuff is great I want to yeah. go back to it and they're doing their own version of it I mean you guys are coming out with a pop punk thing I've noticed yeah. a lot more pop punk bands sort of sprouting up in Winnipeg and maybe it's just that I, maybe they've always been there and I've never noticed them because I kind of stopped paying attention to it as well but it yeah. seems like there's a thing now like a, which yeah. is good but...
0: I, I don't know if I ever stopped listening to it but it, I, I, I always wanted to play it I think. Yeah. And, to me this is kinda of like the band that I could play that I wanted to play when I was in six when I was sixteen, but I wasn't good enough to do it. I think in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't know. I mean for Jared, he, he definitely plays a lot of metal and stuff. For me, I was playing in some of those like Oi bands and stuff like that, which I also like. I'm a I am I don't know, I just really like melody I guess, but I think as you get older, you kind of do the full circle. Not older in our 30s, but older. Well, and compared to 16 year olds, just yeah, like twice a year. Sure. So. And, and I think you miss kind of just like having fun in, in a way. And I think a lot of those times in our, in our 20s, mid 20s, late, late 20s, we take ourselves so seriously with a lot of those yeah. things. And, and eventually we kind of realize that we're just like, you know. If we're gonna make music, let's have do you know, let's have fun doing it and, and melody's pretty rad, you know. So. Yeah, yeah,
2: for sure. Okay, well I do have more things to ask you about the about your album, about your show, about sure. Punk in General. But mm-hmm. uh, for people who haven't heard the show before, the way it works is we press a button on the computer, it gives us a theme word, and depending on what the theme word is, we all select songs that we can make a connection somehow to the word. Usually it's something kinda of generic. This week we call it marker. Which, I mean, is, I don't know, it's sort of awkward. I know we were talking before we started recording here that everyone kind of had some difficulty uh, with the theme. Um, I mean, sometimes they're just straight ahead, like, you know, really common nouns. This one's kind of weird, but I think there's a few different ways that you can go with it. Um, Just to start things off, I'm going to pick a song. Uh, It's by uh, a couple of guys from Manchester. Um, It's a producer called Dub Physics and a rapper called Strategy. And I really don't know anything about these guys other than what I've... I stumbled upon this song randomly on the internet. The song's called Marka. Which Close enough, I guess. Right? And uh, <laughs> I stumbled upon it online. I love it. Uh, it's super weird and creepy and the video is terrifying. Okay. Uh, but it's like, it's, it, you know, it's just it's rap with like a really weird beat. But I really like English rap because um, I listen to a lot of dancehall, I listen to a lot of reggae and there's a lot of that that kind of seeps into it. And on top of that, they have their own thing anyway with like the English yeah. slang and things like that. So it's that kind of rapping over some really weird beat and it's really creepy and um i kind of looked up both of these guys dub physics being the producer and, and uh, strategy being the rapper and neither of them were that good on their own right. and then i found a second track they did together and it was amazing so obviously they they work really well together but not individually but as far other than they're from manchester i have no background about them whatsoever but song's called marca and it fits thank <laughs> you
5: See me yaki that roaming the marijuana Step in on me they can swim with a piranha Anytime he drop me go put on a the marker If it no money, say where well, them bad attack for Then I try to hold up a bank with a banana Yeah, we breathe the whole thing panorama Holy park on time to the baby one the jamma To the baby one the wanna. wanna we a kill the bubble like back again, got the things unlocked again, Double take ten shots and again, the pana old pants on again. again, Matha dash the like them again, but cover that I pen again, matter ready for the water, if it comes on top, of it now feel frightened again. We a kill the bubble like back again, got the things unlocked again, Double take ten shots and again, the pana old pants on again, Matter dash the ball them again. I that again. Man, i for the it comes on top, of again. We are back again. Got the things unlocked again. about that ten shots again. 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 i for the it comes on top, I again. We are again. the things unlocked again. ten shots again. that on again. again. Cover that again. i for the comes on top, of will again. Rocky that room in the marijuana step in on me they can swim with a piranha Anytime he drop me go put on a if it no money say where them bad attack for Then I try I roll up a bank with a banana yeah we create a whole thing We are killing the bubblegum again. Got the things unlocked again. the De- protect ten shots and again. The pan all pan pants on them again. matter dad's the one like them again. We cover that iPad again. And ready for the war. If it comes on top, I'm gonna feel frightened again. We are killing bubble like bubblegum again. Got the things unlocked again. the De- protect ten shots and again. The pan all old pants on them again. matter that's the one like them again. We cover that iPad again. And i ready for the war. If it comes on top, I'm gonna feel frightened again. Yeah.
2: Just, I just really like the UK hip hop stuff yeah, a lot more solid. than the American stuff. It's just why do you like it better? Well, it has like kind of a dancehall vibe to it, right? Oh, like, okay, and I mean, yeah, I listen true. to reggae yeah, more than anything else, so yeah, okay, it, it, it fits like you know with what yeah. kind of I'm into anyway. And I mean, I do like rap a lot, but yeah. I mean, it just just combines. Yeah, I, I think that's for both. sure. Yeah, and they have, have more like, like kind that. of drum and bass influences and more electronic stuff than than it seemed, you seem to hear over yeah. here anyway. Like so it's yeah cool. But I mean, you guys don't play anything that sounds remotely like that, so <laughs>
0: definitely not.
2: No. What is the name of the album? Sugar Six. It's just a self-titled, <laughs> yeah. it's self-titled yeah. first release. Yeah.
3: Yes. And it's an EP, or? Uh, it's seven songs, so it falls in kind of a middle place. Uh, it's a I don't even. I don't actually even know what it's the definition a release. Of in the, yeah, in 2015, yeah. Is, it doesn't matter much. Uh, the, right. Because the, the it's all idea digital, of anyway. albums yeah, yeah. is is going like yeah, like fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and for what we do, I think it makes sense to have you know, quick,
2: snappy yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: releases.
2: Are you uh, physically releasing it, or is it just digital? Yes, yeah. it'll be
3: everything. Everything. There will be a physical uh, version available at our CD release, July 17th of the Windsor. Cool. And
0: there will also be online as well.
2: Cool, cool. Absolutely. CD, or are you doing uh, anything else? Or? We're not
0: millionaires. No, the reason <laughs> I asked though is because,
2: like... <laughs> It, depending on who the band is that I have on the show, like yeah. sometimes their ideas of how they want to release things are totally different. It seems like everyone does digital just
0: yeah automatically, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: but then some people will do tapes rather than CDs, or some people will right. you know only do vinyl, which I mean is prohibitively expensive well, for a lot of people. The thing is,
0: there's still like for our. The reality is, I think a lot of the the uh, the people in the '30s that still kind of get the CDs and stuff like that. I think I don't know, man. Like the tapes are kind of cool, but they're more of a, just a novelty than anything else. And vinyl is just really F and expensive. It's really expensive. expensive yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and the, the packaging
3: is important. Um, you know, we uh, like I've put some thought and really want want this thing to look good. And yeah, it, it matters to people. You know, you hand them something looks good, there's a booklet, the yeah. lyrics are there and everything. Well, I've <clears> noticed <throat>
2: that you have kind of a, already I mean, on your Facebook page and stuff, there's like a, an aesthetic going on with the logos yeah, and the colors and everything, and it's... Uh... Yeah,
3: uh, Sean Fedora, local graphic artist, uh, very good at what he does, is, has done
2: this with cool. us, and uh, it's been good, I'm, I'm liking how it looks and... Whatnot. Yeah,
0: man, just trying to make it fun again, you know? Yeah, so.
2: well that seems like a, something that goes hand in hand with pop punk too, is yeah. like, I mean, like the bright colors, the, I mean the name's perfect. Yeah, for the kind of stuff you're doing, it's
3: uh, yeah. I've I've been part of a lot of music in my time that has been, you know, really trying to be taken seriously, which is good in its own way. But it's also something really fun and refreshing about doing music that that has a a sense of humor, tongue in cheek, doesn't have to be taken seriously. For me and stuff I've done in the past, it's it's been very refreshing. In, in recent times, to be able to do something like this, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and I guess you can be serious about it, but you still don't have to be overly serious in your presentation, or right? Like you can, exactly. You can yeah, play it exactly. seriously and record it yeah, seriously. But, yeah, yeah, it's very true. My rap's a very
0: serious joke. It's the same thing, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, I guess someone seeing your like your videos
2: would be like, "This guy is just a clown." Yeah. But then, like, yeah, you you obviously put the effort into it. The, yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's the same same principle, man. I mean, uh, for for me, most of the music I've always done, even the bands, have always been pretty. I don't know, sense of humor involved, I guess, and not taking myself very seriously, but yeah, it's just you know, pop's got to be fun, man, and that's and all the lyrics, I think, I think they fit that, man, and it's it's the right direction for sure, and yeah, and and, you know, it's it's now that we're kind of like you know, I I, you know, who knows though with with us too, I mean, there's different generations and everything too, but you you see a lot less hardcore bands, I think, in general, right, and things, and, and I think a lot of bands are starting to maybe do the post-punk thing or other stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's... They're just trying it out, though.
2: So... But this is stuff that we've been doing forever. Is there a... I was going to ask something but the door knocked. <laughs> um, um... I was going to ask you now. There's no one at oh, the door, man. Well, what I was going to say <laughs> is, um, is this... I mean, because you, you, you could hear other other thing going on with the rap. I don't know yeah. if you're in any other bands or anything or if Mike is, but, like, is... Is this, like, a full-time gig for you guys or is it kind of just when you have a chance to do it sort of thing or what's the... Uh, like how seriously? As I mean, you were just yeah. saying you ser- yeah, take it know, seriously, as, but have fun with it. But
0: it's full time as much as it can be with guys that have jobs and things. Well, yeah, like that. that's I mean, right. 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 Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know what to say, man. Like, uh, it, it's still it's still a band, right? And uh, I, I don't know how far we're gonna try to take it, but like, are you gonna plan
2: on doing any, any touring or something like that, or is that sort of just up in the air?
0: Yeah, up in the air, I guess. Yeah. Uh, for now, it's just kind of see how the release goes. I think. And just tell me, Jared, anywhere if you want. <laughs> uh, but, um,
3: uh, no, it's, it's definitely... Uh, the, the band isn't the focal point um, of anything in yeah. our lives. And I don't know if I like almost feel kind of bad saying that because I come from a, a, a place where you take your band very seriously, where you've kind of made it your life. I've, I've done that. When with you've past, been to some bands that have done yeah, it well, Yeah, I've done, I've well done well that too, in the past, my yeah. like band. So uh, it, it honestly... For a lot of people, and I'm finding it myself, is it's almost hard to call that a, a band is is almost you know a hobby for me. Right. But that's what this is. Um, that is the reality of this. But at the same time, is take it very seriously. Um, and I, when I do have time to work on it, I work very hard on yeah. it. Um, we have no immediate plans for touring, but who knows. I guess you know, it depends like on the reception of the album, This is a real new thing, again, like, like you're saying, it's, it's might be old to me, the idea of these and this, some of these songs, but this is a new thing to a lot of people, so we plan on getting it out there and just, you know, see, seeing where it goes to some degree. Cool.
2: Yeah. Okay. Do one of you want to pick a song uh, to go with that horrible marketing?
0: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll do something. Well, maybe I'll keep with the rap, too. So I picked this one by uh, by Lil White. Okay. Uh, he's a rapper from Memphis. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty solid. He's from uh, had some uh, runarounds with the Three Six Mafia actually. So this song is uh, it's actually called Fucked Up, I think. Okay. <laughs> but the the why I use marker is they, they talked about uh, what's what's that rye again or the whiskey maker's mark. Oh yeah. yeah. Maker's mark. What, maker's mark. Is that it? Yes, which is technically a bourbon, I believe. Yeah, bourbon. Of course, it's, it's down south, so it would probably be a bourbon. But yeah, and, and that's like, they use that maker's mark in the chorus the whole time. And yes. there's guys from 3-6 Mafia in this, too. Okay. Which makes me think,
3: should have thought of Bouncing Souls, lean on Sheena. What, you you still got time, we you got time. Here got time. we
1: are, after dark, knocking back the maker's mark. <laughs> Anyways. That's
3: you still can, you still can,
2: yeah, you definitely <laughs> can. We man. have to comment on <laughs> Sheena. Oh, cool. Well, let's check this out, and then uh, we'll be back. Alright.
6: Yo nigga get your cup, I wanna get drunk, let's pull this shit up, let's get drunk, 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 Drunk. Uh yeah!
2: Anyway, so we're back that was uh, Little White Little White yeah what was the name of the song again? Fucked Up <laughs> see how it fits with the
0: yeah yeah it fits with the theme tonight <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good yeah um, yeah I guess they just talked about our favorite bourbon maker's marker or something it's delicious are you joking? I've never had I've never had I don't know <laughs> what's the, can, can someone tell me besides this guy over here what's the difference between bourbon and rye? I have no idea me neither
3: well I, I could tell you that Almost any time in your life you've had rye, it wasn't true the rye. They're, the okay. only true rye right you can buy that is Canadian made, and I don't even know if it's internationally, is Alberta Premium, oh. which you will very rarely see. Uh, the term uh, rye is used by Canadians as a general term for whiskey, which oh, really? is pretty weird.
2: But, so you go um, to the States, rye is not. You'll never hear that term. Huh. Never, primeiro, ever in a million years. It's or, weird.
0: It? Although c- Canadian Club is like a huge thing down south. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right.
3: yeah. Right, but I I, don't, I believe in in Canadian Club, there's no actual rye in it. Oh. But the Canadian Club does make a certain... I wish we
0: had somebody that worked at a booze place before, but unfortunately we don't.
3: Yeah, yeah. Canadian yeah. Club does make a rye whiskey now that's like... It, the large percent of the grains in it are rye.
2: Yeah, I don't know the difference. I never knew what the difference was between yeah, any of did. those. All, it's all like some kind of dark liquor that yeah. you know, blends in. Yeah, rye's a weird
3: Canadian term for hmm. whiskey, essentially. Okay. Is, yeah.
2: I learned something already. Yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, what, what What? kind of bands are you guys, like you were saying earlier, you're still listening to some of this stuff that yeah. maybe you were into, you know, back when you first got into pop punk. I mean, are there, what, what bands do you guys kind of uh, Probably consistently... The, the biggest one for me and Jared
0: is Jake I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. That was a great band. Yeah, I, I would yours. wear a
3: bracelet on my hand, or on my <laughs> wrist, <laughs> on my yeah. wrist yeah. that says, <laughs> what does ch- what
0: would chicks dig it do oh yeah you know in a sense <laughs> yeah, built, yeah. what would jesus do yeah. uh, what would chicks dig it wwcd do? that'd
2: be good yeah.
0: yeah yeah screeching weasel is another big one and they just put out a new album again too that I, we just listened to together like last week oh, really? or something yeah so, i don't know if you heard about it i don't know if you talked about it a little bit but no, yeah no, I didn't um know. yeah th- i remember
2: listening to them like ben but i haven't i haven't even thought about screeching well Switching of course weasel.
0: ben weasel is kind of a prior right now in, in the punk community i
2: Yeah, didn't he beat up somebody at a show or something?
0: He punched a girl. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you know we can go into the what happened but let's not but anyway um, yeah he, he did a, a kickstarter and asked for like 30,000 he ended up getting like 42,000 oh, which cool. is crazy to think that you need 40 or even 30,000 to make an album like these days but right when you can do it all <laughs> from your bedroom if you want to yeah yeah, yeah yeah but he still got it and it's like a rock opera he has like 20 some songs oh, or wow. something and tons of guest singers that we have no idea who they yeah, are it's yeah it's weird I still only had that one listen to it oh yeah and
3: uh but it's most of the songs aren't him singing them yeah, um, which crazy. is yeah, which is definitely hard to wrap your head around a band who's done fifteen studio albums yeah. at least, I think, yeah. and has always been the lead singer in. And then all of a sudden, there's an album with the Screeching Weasel name on it, but the uh, most of the songs aren't sung by him. It's a little bit to wrap your head around, and, and it's a little tricky trying to figure out in my head what his overall. Plan is yeah at that. the goal. <laughs> yeah, if he yeah, was yeah. hoping he would make something that would blow up into something a lot. Bigger oh yeah, yeah, and then what not? Yeah. Because it is written like a kind of like a musical, yeah, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who knows? But it was very quality stuff. I suggest anyone who likes yeah. punk music uh, to check it out because even the songs he wasn't singing on was very solid stuff. You can tell he, he really bared down, put a lot
0: of work into this thing. Cool. cool. Yeah. And like as for newer bands, I mean, there's still a lot of good newer punk bands, like pop punk ones. Um, you know the teenage bottle rockets doing well. Copyrights are nice. Uh, we we played with Mass Intruder. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was right. insane, man. Those guys put on a great show. I'm big fans of theirs too, and it's, it's very poppy. It's almost so poppy that you, you can't. It's almost too poppy. But then you listen to the lyrics, and it, it makes it a lot funnier. Do You know them? Much I know. I've heard. I've heard them, but I haven't. But it's uh, basically, they all song, All the songs are about you know stalking women and stuff like that. So, but they're very very poppy, and it's pretty. It's a nice mix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all tongue in cheeks,
3: and women stuff. Well, they wear the mask, right? Like right. on stage with the bell clappers and stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, they're a band too. Who uh, you, you have to see live to fully understand. As good as their music yeah. actually is, uh, they have a real great whole package going. Cool. See them live really uh, fulfills that.
2: Well, I feel like that's kind of a thing with. I punk in general but pop punk too because it's so high energy I yeah. mean you can't hear people jumping up and down on the record sometimes you can depending who it is you can, you can yeah. imagine it but yeah if you see even like pretty much any pop punk band I've ever seen live is always better live unless they're like having a shitty yeah. last or something but...
0: I, I'd probably agree with that man I think a lot of times like the, those bands they tend to play a little faster obviously when it's live and, yeah. uh, and there's the, pop punk doesn't translate as well I think to CD in a lot of ways than it does live uh, it, it's, yeah it's, it's a little different well it's also really
2: stripped down right so right. usually three pieces four pieces sometimes but i mean it's pretty basic yeah. and i think that gives a lot of room for it to be a really energetic physical kind of yeah. show like because it's not then no yeah. one's shredding you know like it's, right. uh, Yeah. And, yeah. in, all, in
3: my experience so often too i do find the opposite though where where a, a punk band or pop punk band um you know sounds real nice and slick and they're playing at uh, the proper tempo on a CD and I see them live and it's all out the window
2: Uh, well yes
3: exactly or yeah it's it's uh, it's it's either uh like Shay said way too fast which is okay um I like when songs are you see them live you're pumped up a little faster but sometimes it gets out of hand (laughs) they can't keep on on forever though yeah Yeah, like you watch watch old live videos of the damned even and you'll see, you'll see the exact same thing, where it's to the point where the tempo of the song changes, to the point where it doesn't even sound like the same song anymore. Yeah. It doesn't have what got what when you first heard that song, and fell in love with it. Yeah. it doesn't have that what what it takes. Yeah, they're singing that's, the same words and playing the same right. chords, but it just doesn't. Yeah, and yeah. that's not always the case. Like, but but I do I do I do find that often where I I, I like a band, a punk punk band, and pop punk band. Sound more on the CD than than whatnot, but that goes for different bands. Yeah, um, it I haven't seen because... Screeching Weeze live, but I've seen a lot of their live stuff. Um, yeah, and YouTube on and YouTube. YouTube, yeah. it's yeah. great. It's great. They they, yeah, they keep us together. Tech, like yeah. uh, there's a I feel like when you're playing live, it's great to let go, but only to a certain extent. You got to yeah. remember who your band is, what your songs sound like.
2: Yeah. And that, it
3: and that you're there to put on a show and you're there to make your songs sound good for the people who Definitely. pay money to see you play.
2: Is it, with as, as, as a three-piece, is there, uh, I mean, is it, you played in bands with more people, you've probably played bands with more people too, I imagine. Is, yeah. is it different, uh, like a different dynamic uh, as far as, I mean, how much responsibility each member has towards the, the, the overall to sound? That. Just because, I mean, if you have four <laughs> people, five people, and yeah. if the songs are more complex, you know, usually people can cover for each other or whatever, but I mean, if it's a pretty stripped down three-piece pop-punk thing, everyone is very distinctly heard on the record and live too, like, is that... Yeah. Is that is difficult? To well, yeah. It? Well, it all starts with
3: me. I write the songs and kind of dictate how they're going to sound. And right. you know, when changes want to be made to them, it obviously goes through me. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like uh, this is my return to a three-piece band with one guitar, which is a lot right. different, believe me. Especially as a songwriter, writing songs with one guitar as opposed to two, really yeah, yeah. changes the dynamics because the difference between one guitar and two, the, the layers you can add to the sound are huge. Yeah, 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 for sure. Huge, well, and you're singing live. too, right? I
2: mean, that's exactly. kind of also limiting in the sense that, yeah, you can't really, if you had someone else singing, you could be doing different stuff on guitar, but exactly. if you're yeah, so you got to keep it. Right. Cool.
0: And I pretty much only play in three pieces except for knuckle draggers. Oh, yeah? That's <laughs> it, yeah. So it's, so it's probably the same. the same kind of thing you're used to, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's a, well, like, I mean, you know, you've played in bands with probably, like, ten people yeah. in it or something, and, yeah, okay. I'm sure that sounds it's a fucking nightmare, man. Like, I, yeah, it is. I, I had trouble with Knuckle driving with five people, and, and just getting them all in the same jam spot. And, yeah, three's, three's always been solid. Four would be, like, the limit. Again, well, I've done, I've, done, I've
2: done ten, and I've done three. Yeah. And, like, the difference is, i found, is that, like, with ten, you can... If you make a mistake, no one hears it, because, like, you know, yeah. every, you have all these other people covering up for you. If you're playing with three-piece or less, like, it's... People know it's you making the mistake. (laughs) Like Like
3: I said again, like um, there's one guitar there. When there's one guitar, you know. When there's two, you you can make a mistake here and there. People might not notice it, but it's good at the same time. Makes you step up and uh, play well.
2: Cool. Yeah. Do you want to pick a song with the marker theme?
3: Sure. Uh, First one uh, band a lot of people know from the uh, mid to late '90s era, uh, Screw 32. Oh yeah, I remember that man. Yeah, familiar with them. Um, Their first album on Fat Records has a song called Black Marker
4: cool. on it. And It's
3: a great song. I always like this band because although they, they, they fit into that scene very well that we knew, they kind of had something going for them that, that sounded different than a lot of those bands, yeah, yeah. where there was a point where a lot of those bands all really started to sound the same. They all worked at the same producer. Yeah, they were interchangeable almost. Yeah, yeah almost yeah. everyone did the record with Ryan Green at that yeah, time, yeah, yeah. who was a great producer, still is, yeah. but... At that point, all that stuff sounded the same. Well, there
2: was a fat record sound, you could tell right away. Exactly, although there
3: are exceptions to that. Like, when when Chicks Dig It did their second record, uh, they did it with Ryan Green, and it it didn't sound, that one didn't sound like your your typical fast punk record. Yeah, yeah. And it it did sound like he tried to kind of recapture and improve on the sound that they had on their first album, which to me was very unique. love the way that first Chicks Dig It... Sounds, but Black Marker by Scooby32, it's a real cool song. Cool. Hope you like it. Yeah, let's check it out.
2: Right. Screw 32. It was good. Screw 32 was so good, man. Such are underrated they underrated
1: uh, band.
6: I
2: agree. How long were they around for? Like, I, mean, I, remember, I remember hearing like this record and maybe um, something else. My friend's Trey Heaps.
1: Do you remember me, Trey Heaps? I don't think so. No, Trey Heaps. You know Trey Heaps, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, good guy. That Trey, He, he flew out to Vancouver
0: for the last DBS show. That was okay. my best friend growing up. Yeah, he flew I remember out DBS, there. So yeah. yeah. Is a DBS little... story? Sure. Okay. Um, this is actually you played that show in DBS. It was Volition in Portage of the Prairie. Didn't you open up for them with Volition? It sounds like it's possible for Yeah. Sure. And so me and Charlie Hackler drove down there from Brandon I and you're this stuff. This is fucking We are on. Wasn't that the only <laughs> show you ever
3: played with us live in Volition as our drummer? I in Portage Prairie, I believe so. Yeah. Now yeah. that you say it, I think okay. I, I why so, also, I
1: also did the two-day whip down to Minnesota with Volition. That was like pokies. Pookies. Yeah, it was the Pookies, Yeah. And why did you say Volition? <laughs> well, Volition hadn't mean. been invented as a band. I did before. play one
3: show with you guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it was not in Portage. I'm almost yeah. positive. No, that's right. Yeah. You're all right. What was yeah. the What was the okay. schedule? Right. We'll okay, so. Um, yeah, I was a big DBS fan at the time too, and people, most people don't know, they were like, except for their like, their older shit, but their last stand stuff, they were, they got pretty, uh, emo, but it was, I was pretty into that at the time, and I was a big fan of them, and, and they played, and then I remember we started having like a, you know, we like doing chicken fights at the time, Yes, yeah. yeah, chicken fights, yeah, 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 and then, so Charlie Hackler went on my shoulders, and then we had a chicken fight with somebody, I can't remember who it was, and then, uh, so I'm just watching the show later on, and, like, they're still playing. And I put my hands through my hair, and there was, like, an entire button that was in Charlie's, like, pants was lodged into my <laughs> <laughs> like, full on. And I couldn't even take it out. I was uh-huh. just, like, panicking. I'm like, holy shit, I felt no pain whatsoever. <laughs> and then people, and I'm like, check this out, man. And, like, I, I, like, nobody was watching the band after a while because everyone was just, like, looking at my head the whole time. And then, yeah, eventually we got it out, and like, you talking to the singer afterwards, he was like, I think his name is Jesse, he was like, what happened to your head, man? And, yeah, so, got a button stuck in my head at a DBS show. Jesus, Pretty man. Good story, yeah.
2: yeah. So, I, like, what, what is this, from 97 or something like this? Or 95? Like, what would you, what kind of time period? Screw 32? This, this particular album, it's late 90s, right? Yeah, that yeah. would have been around 97. 97 or '8 probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they're not still around, though, right? No, nope. who knows? Because I feel like all these bands are sort of like good riddance is a thing now again, right? Again, right? Oh, yeah.
3: They've, yeah, they've had. They, well, they're doing that. They've had their last show. They've had their reunion show. Yeah, now it's another... and they've also yeah realized that uh, it's hard to pay the bills sometimes. Yeah, and that um, when, when you hang it up after doing punk rock for a couple decades, yeah, like 20, 30 not, years, is, yeah. yeah, not often, not a lot left for you that was as good as that. So yeah. Why not not go get some of what you used to have, right?
2: Do you think that's why a lot of these bands are are either still doing it or coming back again or do you think it's kind of banking on some of the nostalgia? Because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in their 30s are coming back, oh, hey, I love this band when I was 15. Don't forget, man. It's everything. I think it starts with money. I I don't think these
3: bands would be doing that uh, if, if they weren't coming home with cash in yeah, course. pocket, yeah. but of course yeah. there's that nostalgia element. Yeah. There's no way these guys are doing stuff in life that's more fun than what they were doing 50, oh, yeah. 50 years, <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And Absolutely. I think that's what it comes down to. So it's a combination of
0: both those things. Like, like, don't forget like, back, you know, 20 years ago which wasn't actually that long, like in the 90s, late 90s when we listened to all this fat records, punk and stuff, yeah. those guys are making a living doing that, like a half-decent living, and when people were still buying CDs and, and yeah. things like that and they would be making royalty checks and, and shit like that. Things have changed now, man. And so if they want to make money, they have to, like... They to can't tour. just sit on their ass and get royalty checks anymore. They have to go tour now. Yeah. And, and that's the reality of it, man. We played a Strung Out just a little while ago. How many people are buying their albums still? But they filled up the pyramid, and, and that's probably what they're doing whenever they go anywhere. Yeah. And um, maybe
2: 10, 15, 20 years ago, they would have played like, the rendezvous or something, right? Like something that was yeah. quite a bit bigger. But yeah, well, they
0: played... They open for
3: Bad Religion at the convention. Yeah, right, right, and
2: right. It's, it's, and that's way larger right. capacity. Yeah. But I mean, I guess the, the upside is you can see all these bands for cheaper now. Than, yeah. <laughs> you, know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they're playing at the Pyramid, or they're playing at, you know, some smaller venue. It's kind of cool for the nostalgia factor. But are you, are you guys just releasing this album just on your own? It's all self-released? Oh, yeah. Or are you yeah. actually... No? Yeah. yeah, it's all us. Well, I mean, you've, we I'm sure you recorded uh, yeah. it, right? Like,
3: yeah, I did produce the whole thing.
2: And so... It's cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's something like, I mean, this kind of thing, it does come up a lot on this show. Like, you know, like I mentioned, the formats and then also how people are releasing this Because albums are so weird now, like it's yeah. not even really a thing that... It's almost like you just have anymore.
0: to have them to have them instead yeah. of selling them, yeah. you know? I don't know. I don't feel like there's a lot of people that want the CD. I mean, it's not. Most people don't know even what to do with them anymore. Like, maybe like people they don't even have CD players, which is yeah, crazy. But it, it, like in their car, pretty much. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. These yeah. days, yeah. when I get a CD, I, I really want
3: to listen to. It goes into my PC. It gets ripped yeah. into MP3 format, and yeah. then it gets put on the shelf, to n- probably never be inserted
0: again.
4: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's just one of those things, man. I mean, that's the reality of it. I don't buy CDs anymore, that's for sure. I'm sure you've had this discussion with a million
2: other bands. I have, but before. it's always interesting what yeah. the answers are because some people are really still into CDs. Like they, 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 I've talked to some people who are like this is the only format they're going to do it in because yeah. they still believe that this is what people are going to buy at shows. And then yeah. other people, and it seems to be an age thing too, yeah. other people will say, I don't do any CDs, 100% yeah. digital, like nothing, you know.
0: And like I said, it's just one of those things, it's, it's, it's a physical product, you know. And, and in some ways you have to have some sort of physical product, whether it's going to be a tape or a record. And I think too, you know, if you, wanted, if you, if you want to go the route of sending it to university stations, most of those things need a physical product. They do, yeah. yeah. And you can't be, you know, there's a, the occasional ones that will say give me a link but 90 percent of them are they want that yeah CD. they want it in their physical library yeah. so people can yeah yeah so if you have to have something and yeah i don't know and that's sometimes you know you play shows and i know like with rapping and all that kind of stuff it's just like i can give you a cd but do you even want it i mean yeah. i don't know <laughs> like it's yeah, but exactly. a lot of it too is you know you just give people a download card or something like that and make it easier yeah, and know. that's why it's important yeah. to make
3: things look good right now put put time and effort into the graphic end of things yeah because that'll make sure, someone right? want to listen to it yeah. rather um, than just like
2: a little folder yeah, with like cover
3: can, and stuff i can't tell yeah. you how often whether it is just someone giving me a cd or bands i've produced in the past yeah. uh don't match what's going on visually with what's going on audio wise yeah, yeah, on yeah. the record which is a huge mistake if you ask me um put it's, it's, it's all encompassing it's all encompassing it's a piece of art you're, yeah you're gonna well that's the first thing people see at. when
2: they're when they're, they're seeing
3: your. but day yeah day. at the end of the day it's your work and how do you want your work being represented uh that's to each their own it's not sure, for yeah. me to say but i know for for what i do and for for we do um and look with this listing day and age like i mentioned before there's so much out there now yeah. separate yourself by showing you worked harder on it than next yeah it's good
2: i like that like yeah. a, is it going to be available at? I mean, at shows obviously, but are you bringing any local stores or anything? Absolutely, like that? anyone, any
3: local store that will have it will uh, cool. put it there. Um, the usual places that do yeah. consignment, I'm sure you'll find our CD there, oh, um, and you'll find yeah, all, all online. It'll all be available online as well. If, if you Spotify for the kids.
2: Is that? I mean, is there more to do for that? I mean, just because? I mean, obviously the stores you go to the same ones you probably went to. 10 years ago with the other bands, but I mean, you know, Bandcamp is fairly a good way to do it online, but do you have to worry about kind of spreading it out all over the place? It sucks these or? days, man. It really does. Last time I wasn't a band, we put it on tape. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I haven't done that kind I of thing. I seriously
0: miss the MySpace days, actually. Yeah? Like, it was easy when it was just all on one site, and fuck, man, I got crazy plays off that site, man. Yeah. Like, I'm sure even you had Port of Moral stuff was all on MySpace. You probably got insane plays. Like, sure. sure. Like, you would have yeah. been crazy. Like, it was. It, it would have been nuts when you had just like one site to go to. Now there's about like five ones you have to upload to. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and everyone has their own favorite one for whatever reason. Hey, and, man, like, can, can I just upload this to my ICQ?
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyways, uh, yeah, like um, I think there's a lot of money to be made for some web developer, someone to step up and become the ultimate
2: the one uh, one-stop one right shop. Yeah. Although I don't know
3: if SoundCloud's kind of taken that in certain Bank ways. I think, it, I think Bandcamp and SoundCloud are kind of yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, who knows? There's there's money to be made out
2: there, uh, web people. Even though the album has kind of died as a physical thing, it's yeah, it's still yeah. there's still like a new way to yeah.
0: And now it's the the Spotify and the I, new iTunes, whatever they called it now that they just announced this week i can't remember
2: Is it apple music or something apple music or something
0: yeah it's all apple streaming ICQ. now too apple icq yes apple icq and they're streaming all their music and that's that's another thing too is people you know some people don't even like to download it anymore yep. some people just like to be able to stream it and spotify is pretty awesome when you think about it you pay ten dollars and you can have pretty much any album you want at your disposal right. All the time. And it's pretty crazy when you think about that, too. Well, that just in
2: general is a huge difference from before because you can just YouTube any song you want to find. Yeah. Whereas before, you to have the tape with you or the CD with you or the record with you. Yeah, but
0: now Spotify, you can make playlists of yeah. every single fucking album you ever will want. Yeah. So it's crazy. And then you pay $10 a month for that. And that's, you know... Think about, like, when we were teenagers, how much money we'd spend on music. Oh, yeah, and CDs were, like, 25 bucks. Yeah. Then,
2: too. So, I was getting an import or whatever. Yeah. 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 Remember, All gum was 25 cents a uh, fucking two-four. <laughs> Thanks, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick uh, another song to go ahead with the marker thing. Uh, I was trying to think of, because I couldn't think of any songs that actually had the word marker in them. Couldn't think of any, actually, other than that one that was kind of right. But, this uh,
0: podcast is a sham, man.
2: So I, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, like, you can go in any direction you want, as long as I can explain it, it's okay. good, right? That's the, the the very loose rule of the theme thing, as long as you can make any sort of connection. So I started thinking, you know, maybe not just a marker that you're right with, what other things can be markers, and I thought, well, a grave marker, headstone, you know, tombstone can be called a grave marker, so I thought of the song, uh, See That My Grave Is Kept Clean, which is by Blind Lemon Jefferson, it's oh, from 1928, and it's uh, one of those songs has been covered... Over and over and over and over again, like Bob Dylan did it, and the staple singers did it, like every few oh, decades yeah. it gets covered again by somebody. And it's really awesome. And uh I just figured grave marker marker. You should've just done Works. the fucking Halo theme song, man. <laughs> ah, the
1: marker, yeah.
2: It, anyways. All right, let's check it out.
7: Long lane, they've got no end. It's a long No, but I What a deal, what a deal.
2: That was Blind Lemon Jefferson uh, See That My Grave Is Kept Clean And yeah I made the connection Grave marker Gravestone I guess so, It fair works It whatever <laughs> Yeah I really like the song too and I think I was kind of waiting For an excuse to play it Because I've played him before On the show um, yeah. But it doesn't You know This kind of stuff Doesn't come up too often in the, And I really love it I really love the Kind of really Crackly old 20s recordings Sounds Because it's cool That it survived that long I mean that's you know long time ago. Do you have records right? of him? I don't. know. I have this weird CD collections I got okay. like a long time ago. It was just random blues, like generic, you know, sound of the blues or whatever. It's like a four CD thing. Right. And it, I bought it just because it was cheap. And I was like, I'll listen to this. Yeah, and it turned sure. out it has all this really cool old stuff. It has, you know, like B.B. King's on it or whatever. But then there's yeah. one of the discs has all this really old 20s stuff that's kind of uh, nice. sort of creepy almost some of it too, like really dark and, and twisted and stuff. So. Yeah. Like sweet. there's a lead billion on there and things like that. So. Yeah, it sounds cool. good. I like this stuff. I like the idea of the song too, like, you know, just begging someone to... Not like when I'm dead, you know, do all this for me. It's just make sure that my grave is clean, yeah. which is kind of a cool idea for, uh, I don't know. Make
0: uh, sure my grave is
2: clean. Yeah, it's not, it's not really asking a lot, you know? <laughs> Unless
0: you want to
3: be uh, buried at sea or have your ashes spread at sea. Right, then, then it's not going to work it, so well. Yeah. You'd have a big issue with BP yeah. about your clean grave, that's for sure. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know if in the 20s they were, uh, <laughs> they were too worried about that. This guy died like a year after this song. He was one of those, like there's a bunch of guys back then who were, you know... Blind uh, and just like oh, he really was. He blind. really was blind. Yeah, yeah. Blind. There's a bunch of blind somebody, somebodies. You know, there's all kinds of stuff like that. And I can't imagine they had great lives. Like I think he died of like tuberculosis or something horrible. And, yeah, uh, and you got to wonder if the
0: name Blind Melon was influenced. It's got to be every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's so close, right? I and mean, he's done yeah. enough
0: heroin that he almost went blind. I
2: think. <laughs> was Shannon Hoon? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. He, yeah. Did, he did, you mean? Yeah. yeah was cocaine so the permanent yeah. blindness, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Kind of wake up, There's man. actually a
2: documentary coming up with that guy, mm. which should be interesting. I always liked that band.
3: Yeah, I kind of did too, man. He is a very talented uh, g- and good person. A lot of people really like that guy. Uh, you wouldn't find almost you wouldn't
0: find anyone at the bad word to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Very cool voice yeah. too. Like very distinctive. That's Do you remember
0: like that really the first Woodstock thing. comeback in the nineties? Yeah, and he's wearing like that dress and yeah. the pigtails, and yeah, was really out, was was out of like, his I mind. I think he pissed his pants too. Yeah, yeah. they were. They, that was a really
2: good yeah. set. They did though. They were, so I've never
0: heard
3: the piss your pants thing, but. That was their glory days, really, yeah, um, yeah. shortly after that first record well, came out. Well, Soup, the second record's amazing.
2: The yeah. first one's great, but the They're very different,
3: great. though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, uh, soup, soup, soup is much darker. Yes, I remember, like, I, I was so into that first clean record. Clean. I was blown yeah. away, because every song's good on that first record. Yeah, it every is. Every song, is, like, is. back-to-back. It's, it's, yeah, I saw it's, the tape. It's real like, dynamite. It's so good, yeah. um, they, they scored a major label record deal before they played their first show ever. Really? doing capital, right? I think. Yeah, I believe so. Combination of being that good, living in the right place and knowing the right people right, right. is is what made that happen for oh. them. And I remember like the the second album soup, it was a long stretch, probably 5 years between those Yeah, records, I think yeah, almost.
2: sounds right. And and that
3: time in my life when I'm, you know, a young teenager, I felt like forever. I remember yeah, waiting, it did. Waiting, yeah. waiting for that record. And when it came out, I was really surprised by it. Not that I didn't think it was good. Just wasn't the record I, I was expecting. After on the first yeah, one. it was a lot more artistic. Right. They, it were, is, yeah, they, they yeah. weren't bent on writing uh, more hits. It didn't. Sing. No, they didn't care about that, I don't think. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm not sure that worked for them that well. But it didn't matter once he died, which was like shortly um, after. Soup came that out, happened right? less than two yeah. years after that record yeah. came out. Yeah. So in the end, it really didn't matter. But uh, I found that interesting when I heard that. But it was a very good record with some really cool songs yeah. on it.
2: Well, I still have the soup like. I have soup on vinyl, which is like, you know, I have a lot of records, but I don't have that many records from the '90s, yeah. just because like I guess they were made in small quantities, and a lot of it hasn't been reissued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found it like I don't know, 15 years ago somewhere, like not too long after it came out, I guess, and I bought it. And now apparently it's really sought after. Right. Like people on the internet are trying to find it. Yeah, and... that was one of the first uh. digi packs. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, one of the yeah, I had early yeah, digi packs. Yeah. yeah, super cool band. But uh, yeah, so this, I'm, I'm assuming they got the name from this guy. Right. Right? And there, yeah, I don't remember
3: like it was within it was. Shortly leading up to his death, they did the intermittent interaction. That's the best. Before, it's so good. And watching. It's on YouTube. on YouTube. It's on YouTube, yeah. It yeah.
2: has yeah. uh, a Terry well, David Mulgan yeah. intro talking about uh, drugs at the beginning. Like, you know, don't do drugs. Oh, wow. They've really yeah, re-ran it. I remember it's, that. i got to go YouTube, back and watch yeah. that. Project. It's a really, really awesome It's It was a great event, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was cool. The, 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 the worst part about it is that, well, the worst part is that he died. But the, the second worst part about it is that shortly around the time he died, they were going to come to Winnipeg. And I remember seeing an ad in, like, Exclaim or whatever, and looking at it, and I was like, holy shit, Blind Melon's coming to Winnipeg. And then, like, a week later, it's like, oh, no, they're not. it so yeah, yeah, so yeah. was a bummer. They came here with the second singer, but I didn't go. I Who was their second they singer? They got another guy. They put out a, another album, a third album. Well, they had, yeah. the third album was the, 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 the Nico, which was, like, the, the collection of unreleased stuff. Okay. And then, like, ten years after that, they put out an album with some new guy singing. I don't remember any of this. I stuff never, I like I never heard it. I never heard it. Before. Yeah, no, I
3: heard it. I heard It and Them like live were, were very good, but again, it's so like same, Shannon right? Hoon wasn't there. Um, it's not really Blind Melon, yeah. right?
2: I feel a lot of 90s bands with dead singers are doing that. Like, sure. I mean, well, Alison yeah, James. It, yeah. I mean, it goes
3: back to the, what we were talking about with yeah. Good Riddance. Like, what What else are, what else gonna are you going to do? do. Yeah, if yeah, those same like... guys start a band and call it something different... Yeah, You know, people aren't going to care as much as if it's called Blind Melon. Totally.
2: And if you're in a band since you're, like, 18 or something, right? right. Yeah, I mean, you spent yeah. five, ten years yeah. in there. And that you was not school, you didn't do yeah. That was a
3: band, Blind Melon. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't Shannon Hoon writing everything. Yeah, it and was a yeah. uh, team believe, effort, they, yeah. Yeah, other guys had more to do with the writing than he did, even.
4: Yeah. Hmm.
3: That was a good Blind Melon song. so it many was. bands <laughs> Yeah, so many bands then, and even now and prior, are defined by the lead singer's voice. It is, voice, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, say what you want about music that's, that's you know, mainstream, music that's popular. Yeah. Uh, the thing that matters the most is always going to be the singer. And yeah, and how the distinctive vocals. the singer is. Yeah, exactly. that's
2: true. So people grasp onto anyway, I think. Uh, but okay, well, that's a good thing to bring up because with pop punk, like yeah. there's kind of a pop punk voice that a lot of those bands sort of had. I mean, you can tell the difference a little bit, but I mean, if you give, you know, someone who hadn't heard much of it, a record from three or four bands from that kind of fat records era. Yeah. I don't know if they'd be able to pick which one was which. Like, because it all, you know, it's a very similar yeah. sound. Even the the, the, the the almost affectation of the vocals. Like, I don't know. Is that something... Are you trying to sing like those bands? Or are you just trying to sing like you on top of that music?
3: Uh, well, that's a hard question to answer. Because
2: um, I guess the influence comes in, right? From
3: Absolutely. Um, I, well... I've been I've been singing in bands for a long time now, yeah. like since ni- 1995 basically yeah, yeah. when I had my first band. And if you were to listen to me then and listen to me now, it would sound like a completely different person. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, there's no doubt. The way I sing, the style I try to inflict has been influenced by other things. But at the end of the day, it's my voice. So yeah. I'm not really going to sound exactly no. like these other people anyways.
2: But I mean, but you've also come from pretty different... From that background into a lot of heavier stuff and metal and hardcore and things like that, does any of that seep into what you're doing with this as well, or do you, I mean, do you have to kind of? Absolutely. Do you have to block that out? did you want no, that? No, absolutely.
3: That, if the way I sing, the power I put behind yeah. it, um, everything I do musically is a culmin, culmination of, of what I've done prior. Right. Uh, to me, music is music. We talk a lot about genres. This and that, yeah. but it, it all shares the same thing to me, and when I do it, it, it all has the same approach to me. I feel like I hear me in whatever I do, right. whether it's been metal I've done in the past, punk I've done now, or even, you know, an acoustic song I've right. written. Still uh, got
2: some element of what you throw out. Yeah, uh, I, I if,
3: definitely like to think
2: so. Does that go for you as well? I mean, I know you're playing drums, but I mean... Does anything about how the way you play drums in punk bands relate to the hip-hop stuff you do at all? I mean, I no. know it's a completely different no. instrument, right? Like, <laughs> not but...
0: really. <laughs> uh, no, it's pretty much totally different. All <laughs> yeah. just having a sense of re- real... Yeah. R- well, well, it's a rhythm, sense. right? That's yeah, right? That's yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess I think it's more like I, the rap, the drumming's helped my rapping, not really the rapping's helped my... <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, yeah, uh, for, for, for me, man, it's mostly just been playing punk since I was young, and, and it's all been pretty similar to what I've been playing there's not a whole lot of difference between like oipunk and and pop punk the only really difference is how fast you can hit the hi-hat symbol <laughs> right right so. right, right. So that's the thing yeah <laughs> we're, we're a rock and roll band we are like we,
3: we're saying pop punk a lot and we are right. you can put us in there but we're a rock and roll band and I think you know you're gonna hear a lot more rock and roll in our music than you do a lot of uh, the pop punk bands we have been talking about Mastodon, intruder yeah etc yeah. um, we're a rock
0: and roll band
2: cool do you want to pick a song here for uh, Marker?
0: Yeah, this is a total big stretch. Okay. Um, but I think they, they said the word Marker once in their lyrics, so I just went for it. All right. Uh, this is going Winnipeg Band. This is good. Winnipeg Band, 60 Stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember them. song's called Quit My Job. I can't remember the reference the lyrics, but um, I, I, I have the CD. It's a good song. I really like it. Um, that's all I'm going to say, man, 60 stories back from, I don't know how long ago this, this record is, probably 15 years now? No, yeah, not that like long. Like, maybe
2: late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, yeah probably early 8 8 years. Yeah. yeah. Or
3: 60 stories, yeah.
2: Early 2000s, something yeah. like that. Oh, oh 10 four, years, we'll say 10 years. Yeah, 10, ten years. years, I can say oh. Yeah,
0: all right. Cool, so, yeah, let's yeah, so yeah, check it out. Stories.
2: Good old Winnipeg music. Back, that was uh, 60 Stories, Winnipeg band.
0: Winnipeg. And yeah, like we
2: were saying while we were listening, it seemed a little fast for what I thought 60 Stories sounded like too, but I guess that was their other band I, after this? No, no, thing. no.
0: I think that was like their kind of one fast song on the album kind of thing. Their okay. token fast song.
2: Because I remember, I think I'm sure I've seen them live too at some yeah. point, Like, but I remember it being more kind of. I remember
0: them opening up for propaganda in Winnipeg one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, at UW with Malfaction, I think. It's a weird lineup.
2: I well, makes well, sense, that's, that's makes propaganda stuff. That yeah, a yeah,
0: totally. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about Small Man. Small Man isn't going anywhere. I was going mean. to ask the
2: same thing. as Small Man is still... With... Last time did I heard you know, of them, they put out... Didn't they put out one Propaganda record?
0: Um, yeah, I believe they did.
3: The supporting oh, they cast? Canada, Canada, yeah. Canada yeah, yeah, yeah. part then... of it. But as a record label, they're done. Okay. Yeah. I believe they might still be doing some management. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Because they were
2: around yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember stuff they put out back in there. When no, I was younger,
0: I would just, like, if they put something out, I would just... I would mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was it was usually a sign it was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That was the record of Monine for the first time. I <laughs> remember that. I remember playing Basement <laughs> Show
2: with Monique at the Broadway. Yeah, I was there. was there. Maybe I was there. You probably were, yeah. I played,
0: th- played that show as well. That was with TTS. That was, a, like, a crazy freaking show. That was the first time I've actually ever seen them. Yeah, so we, yeah, yeah. That was like Dave Zagarek Had like 11 bands On or something Every week That
2: happened almost It was yeah. like 11 bands on. Yeah, yeah. And so
0: we came down From Brandon And then Monine Had to play Broadway And then they had to Play the Albert After yeah, that yeah. So then We were supposed to Play right after Monine, and, and then Monine played And it was like Obviously like Mind blowing yeah, It was right? great yeah. It was insane and then I just remember like going up to Dave Zaguerra after and going, We're not playing after this game. <laughs> <laughs> put anyone else on. And so we played like way later. Nobody was there after. But what are you saying was
2: Smallman though? Like that first morning records was Smallman, right? Or maybe yeah. a few of them. I remember after yeah. seeing that show immediately going out and yeah, I probably bought the record at the show actually, like This just was there.
1: even before Smallman records, I believe. Like this was just
0: they were just touring Canada and like yeah, I think they got. They put were unknown no. when they were You're around right. You're right, actually. They got put on Small Man. that yeah, They re-released sure. that album on Small they Man. They hooked
3: up with Small Man after their very first show in Winnipeg. Small Man, someone was there, saw oh, yeah, them, yeah. and that relationship started instantly. That's based cool. On their first show in Winnipeg.
2: That's cool. Hmm. It was a good band. It was a good. Yeah, it was a good label. I miss. I kind of feel like because the way you buy music has changed. Yeah. For the most part, that, that used to be a thing. You'd see a label and go, oh, okay, I know that I'm going to yeah. like this Isn't based that on.
0: Interesting.
2: Even yeah. old labels or something like Fat, like you know, we were talking before when I was a teenager, that would have happened too. Oh hey, there's a new band on Fat Records. I'm going to check them out just based on the fact that they're on Fat yeah. Records. That yeah. won't happen now. Like I've not really. There's been so many things I've seen out. that have come out on there and then I don't even know who they are and sure. then I listen to it yeah, and it's it was, terrible. And
3: that was a cool thing about back then. I mean, there's a lot of benefits to the way music goes now, but to oh, have yeah. this tightly channel that was yeah. feeding us this stuff really. <laughs> but at the same time we were at the mercy of that exactly. uh, we yeah, we we didn't have the we opportunity to see a record. lot of other things that, that could have influenced us and and whatnot and you were to go back even further from then like we we did have the internet in the mid to late 90s at least yeah, um, yeah. you if you were to go back a decade before that and think about how much things were funneled to people through this small channel that they had to accept, which was the radio pretty much, dictated almost everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I remember, well, I mean, when I was first getting into music when I was a kid, that was only the radio, right? I didn't know any better, and then I started getting into this right. kind of stuff, and then, yeah. Yeah, I remember being blown away getting
3: into punk music, and like hearing uh, No Effects, Sid, yeah. and, and just being blown away. There was this music out there that wasn't, you know, on oh, TV yeah, or yeah. the radio. Yeah, you couldn't find it and, on But it was just, so good at the same time, and it sure. spoke to me, and I was so easily able to
2: relate to it. Yeah, I think that's why it has lasted so thoroughly, thermo- because being punk... You know, you could argue that punk, quote-unquote, died, like, a few years after it was born in the late 70s, right? But it's gone through so many different permutations since then. And, like, it always... It's one of those things that's going to keep going because it, it appeals, I think, to teenagers. Like, they just... Right. Something about it, right? It's, it's aggressive. Rebellion it's nature. fast. It's, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's cool. Uh, if people want to hear your uh, rebellious nature... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where do they go? I mean, obviously the show is uh, something you want people to check yeah. out. Yeah,
0: first off, yeah, the show is July seventeenth, Windsor. Um, yeah, like I said, Thrasher's bear fight, City Jerks are going to be there as well. Um, for the most part, SoundClouds at uh, soundcloud.com slash Sugar Sick Music. Okay. Um, yeah, we got you,
3: uh, Twitter, Sugar Sick tweets. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, sugar sick, sugar sick is our username. Sheesh. Just our banning twice. I'm
1: always so sick over shit. <laughs>
2: and do you have an actual website, website, or is it just the social No, no friend? website. Yes. So there is a loop
0: I can't, I can't Doug, handle Doug. it.
2: <laughs> and then when the record comes out, is Bandcamp where people are going to be able to buy it? Or yeah, it okay?
0: Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Uh, Bandcamp. We're going to have an iTunes and
2: stuff as well. Okay, cool. So. Cool. And uh, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, they should go to wishpolice.com. Uh, you click on Podcasts, all the previous 130, however many episodes are there. It's all free download and streaming. You can also turn on uh, UMFM on Monday nights at 11. and You can check out older episodes. It kind of gives it a second chance to be heard, which is cool. Nice. And uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter and SoundCloud and all those things. And we're part of the Garbage Shield Podcast Network, which is just kind of a loose collective of people in Winnipeg doing this on Whatever topic they're they're into, I mean, there's video games, there's hockey show, there's comic books, whatever. I mean, pe- all these people are doing it, which is really cool because, I mean, it's, uh, you know, DIY radio is pretty much before this was only able to do if you went down to one of the universities and, and sat there and did a show, but now everyone can just do it from home or from people's houses and stuff, and it's uh, it's cool. So this, It kind of reminds me of the punk scene as a teenager where everyone was just going out and doing stuff, and it's kind of all supporting each other, that kind of thing. Yeah, so that's cool. There's a lot of good stuff on that. And sure. that's at garbage So hopefully, we're hoping people listen to this and they say, hey, I like this stuff. i to go there. And then they say, I also like hockey, or whatever. They click on the hockey show and go from there. And everyone, nice. everyone wins. But we have uh, one last song that we're going to play. And what Absolutely. was your pick?
3: All right, before we get to that, I want to mention one thing in sure. the same theme. That was uh, Marker. Uh, I want to uh, recommend a documentary for people. Okay. Uh, it's a great doc. Anyone who's a fan of documentaries, check this out. And especially uh, if you're a fan of sports or mixed martial arts, uh, either okay. way, though, it's a great documentary, great story on a man named Mark Kerr. Uh, that's Mark Kerr. He's a former uh, high-level college wrestler who, who entered MMA. He, okay. he, he fought in the UFC and he fought in Pride in Japan as well. And it's, it's a great story of, of, of his rise and impending fall. When this documentary started getting made, they didn't realize what it would end up being. Cool. And the story plays oh, out. Oh, like there. it happened while he yeah, was... Yeah, it's uh, called The Smashing Machine. It's about Mark Kerr. Mark Kerr. Get it? All right. Let's go back to that song I mentioned yeah. earlier, yeah. Bouncing Souls, Lean on Sheena. They mention uh, Maker's Mark again. We'll bring that up again. Cool. But a great tune, great melody. Uh, a song that is not like a lot of bouncing soul song, but a great tune. One of my, my old favorites.
2: Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, definitely. Everyone should check out check out Sugar and uh, all the links will be on the Witch Police page too. The page for the episode, so you can check yeah. it out there. And uh, yeah, see you next week. Yeah. Thanks, said
3: Awesome.
8: Did you intimidate her, her mother says you wouldn't let her use the phone, were you intoxicated, past the point of knowing what was going on? Better yet, don't forget, leave the keys on the TV set Open your gun from the corner bar Here we are at the dark, knocking back the maker's mark Scratching up the dollars from my buddy's car And yeah. lean on Sheena, she leans on me a lot Hold on, hold on, hold on to what you've got Intimidator, how'd you make her feel? Worse than she did before And I heard you Came back later Had the upstairs neighbors Banging on the floor Better yet, don't forget Leave the keys on the TV set Open your guard from the corner bar Here we are at the dark knocking back the maker's mark Scratching up the dollars from my buddy's car And lean on Sheena she leans on me in life Hold on, hold on Hold on to what you got Hold on to what you got